and you are watching another Blewitz Blitz film review. He has that ability to do, trust me, he definitely does. Just his ability to catch balls outside of his frame, his leaping ability, his ability to hang in the air, his yak ability, it's, it's, it's all there. Lowers his helmet, low man wins, bang, rocks the guy. Hall running free, Brees Hall inside the 10, he's gonna score! The, the corners all do their job. You know, if you look at the if you look at the picture right here, lock, lock, lock. Third and one. Stevens always drilled. What a great defensive play. I don't try to Monday morning quarterback any of the reviews I do, and I'll try to be honest with a lot of those things I, I put up. That's about it. Um, <clears throat> one week, <laughs> one week of fun for for Jets fans, uh, blowing out the Texans. What would it be? Them thirty to six. And as we should all freaking know better, um, the disappointment was coming uh, the next week. Thirty to zero, um, blown out again. Uh, Nani put out that stat the other day, maybe yesterday, today. I don't know when it was, but um, this is our ninth loss of Salah's tenure where it's 20 plus points or more, um, which is quite absurd. And I was just talking about, I just finished the, uh, the film episode. And I remember the last two years at the minimum being like, Hey, you know what? Obviously this year without Rogers, whatever. Um, but specifically last year before the year being like, okay, we have enough talent at this point now on our team to not get consistently blown out all the time. And it's what we've been this year. Um, and there are excuses you can make with the line, with Hackett, with, with the quarterbacks, whatever it may be. Um, but there's still no excuse for how bad they, they've been. Five 20-point losses, this 20-plus point losses this season um, out of nine is is brutal. That's brutal. Uh, I don't know. The other losses were what the Falcons, which we lost close, which is still a terrible loss. You lost the Raiders close, which is a terrible loss. You lost the Chiefs close, which was a good game. And I can't think about the other game that we lost that we weren't blown out in. It'll come. It'll come to me. But um, yeah, embarrassing. The Jets are not even playing competitive football at this point. You know, again, a, a, a twenty point, a thirty point loss um, in this one to a division rival. It's just, it's embarrassing, man. It is. Um, you have that. You have the nuts getting rubbed on the face. You have Zach Wilson falling over. Um, you have more Jersey Shore shit with the with the Jets now. You know the Zach Wilson concussion. Did he have a concussion? Did he not have a concussion? Um, Zach's mom coming out and saying that he had some con concussion symptoms, but he wanted to try to play. And is that because you know Zach Wilson was accused of being soft? So they want to put it out there that he was feeling like he had a concussion. And by the way, I do understand. You know. Um, maybe not a neurolo neurologist, but, um, you know, dehydration and concussions can look pretty similar. Um, but obviously they did not think he had one and then he came back in and then he left. You had that whole saga. You had, uh, Rogers versus Bauden. You had that whole thing this last week with people being up in arms about them cutting Bauden. Like he's some stud player. Um, not a guy who's an injured fullback who might not even be ready to play next week and who got signed to the practice squad a couple of minutes ago and who Many people knew he would be assigned to the practice squad. People were losing his minds that he got cut for Rodgers because people just hate Rodgers and they want to make an issue out of absolutely nothing. So people got pissed off at Rodgers this week, um, even though realistically all he wants to do is be on the roster so he could practice with his team, which I don't think is a crazy, a crazy ask. Um, 
Bolden got released, brought back on the practice squad, and he'll most likely be elevated for for game day if he is healthy, and they cut some like no-name corner. So are people losing their minds about corner X, you know, um, not being on the team anymore because of because of Rodgers? No, but um, again, people just want to make an issue out of nothing. So yeah, that whole saga, Garrett Wilson on the sideline, you know, argue or not arguing, but talking to Rodgers. You had uh, Rodgers shaking his head on the sideline. You had Lazard after the game coming out and calling out effort and scheme, which obviously that's not a that's, that's kind of when the dam starts to break a little bit when you have players calling out one year coaching when you say scheme and effort is a is a player thing as well. Now is a little bit kind of crazy that is coming from Lazard, a guy who's done absolutely nothing but suck this entire year. Yes, but. Still, um, the Jersey Shore Jets, it's been not only bad, but there's been drama too, which could not be more annoying at this point to you know not only watch bad football, but then I have to talk about all the other ancillary bullshit. So um, yeah, it's it's frustrating. I am I'm pretty thankful that the end is near. Uh we have three more games, right? Yeah, three more games, which by the way, um, and, and hello to some people. I'm gonna say hello to some people. Some people are starting up boring a little bit now. We'll figure it well, I'll, I'll save this to be two hours or an hour. Um Next week, because it's you know Christmas and all that stuff, and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, everybody who celebrates and all that stuff. Uh, don't get offended if I if I say Merry Christmas and you're not you know a Christian or whatever. People get angry about everything. Um, but next week, Christmas is Monday, right? And then we have a game on Thursday, so I don't think I'm going to be able to get out a film review by the time the game comes out or the or the game happens with the Browns. So I don't think I'm going to do that. And then streaming, am I going to stream the day after? I don't know. Um, I might end up live streaming the game this week, I, I think. I think uh, I have off, right? I work um, I work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, so I have off for the game. So if you guys are interested, um, let's watch the game together. I, th- I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to have a couple of brews and just watch the game drunk with you guys and just talk shit about the Jets for, for three hours, right? Because I think that's kind of the only thing that's going to work this week. So um, stay tuned for that. It might be on Friday, but I think most likely I'm going to watch the games with you guys. Um, I know I know, um, plenty of other channels do it. So even if there's five people here, I really don't give a shit. I'm going to be watching it and going to have a camera on me recording it. So it might, it might get a little bit ugly. Uh, I will preface it, and Kyle will tell you this, and he said it multiple times. I get super dark. When the Jets are playing now, with that being said, I typically get super dark when the Jets are playing when I have hope of something playoffs, whatever it may be when the Jets are this bad and I know they're going to get smacked, whatever I get kind of numb, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes because uh, I don't know a, a few brews might help, but let's say hello to some people. Uh, Simon um, said before uh, no Dakota, which I think I don't know if it was Dakota or somebody else put it in chat like very, very early when I made the stream a couple of days ago. Um, but hello to Simon. Um, hello to Curly Newman, New, uh, Norman. This franchise hates us all. It's truly the worst. Um, I had the benefit of going to the benefit of going to a wedding on Sunday. So I had to leave maybe like midway through the third quarter. So I got to listen to it um, on the, on the drive there, which is, is obviously terrible as well, but at least I didn't have to watch it as well. Um, and obviously I watched it with the film and doing the film stuff, but uh, yeah, the, the franchise does hate us. Um, it's brutal. It's been brutal. It's again, it's not only just losing, it's, it's, it's getting blown out and you know, for whatever excuses you want to make. And I know the, the common examples, the Browns this week with their two tackles down, cause we're about to play them. You know, you have the Colts with an injured quarterback. You have the, you have the, uh, the Bengals with an injured quarterback. There's so many injuries all around the league. Now I'm not going to say they're as bad as the jets have had at offensive line, but still um, these are not teams who are getting blown out. The dolphins, good example, you know, 
Robert Hunt out. I think Xavier uh, Howard's out. Holland's out. Their other starting safety is out. Um, one of their running backs is is out, I believe. Um, and they blow us the fuck out. Like it's not it's not an excuse to get beat down this bad. Like the, the lack of effort, the lack of scheme, um, the offensive line. I did. I think I did 17 plays with the offensive line in the review. That was the worst performance I've ever seen. And it's not just from you know Hanson at right guard or. Billy Turner at right tackle. And of course, those guys were partially, uh, you know, partially to blame because they were fucking terrible. But we expect Billy Turner to be terrible, um, which, by the way, some of his technique is just I I make I have to make fun of it in the review, which I'm sure that maybe the offensive line will be the piece we put up. But um, brutal blocking by him. Hanson as well. Uh, Tipman disappointed me a little bit this game in terms of his recognition of stunts and being able to pass stuff off. And then Tomlinson has been, you know, the first couple of weeks, he gave us a little bit of hope that he could be like an average-ish player. Uh, the last, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight weeks, whatever you want to say, he's been just as bad, if not as bad as he was last year, which is a terrible sign for the future because do you pay him, what, it's like $10 million or eight, nine, $10 million to just not be on the team anymore, you know? And then you save about eight, nine million dollars. So the question really is, can you find a guard better than Lincoln Tomlinson for eight, nine, ten million dollars? I think the answer is probably yes at this point. I just don't want to see this fucking guy talk about eating donuts and shit after after you know um after a game. So I would like to see him just just be gone. And then back then, obviously, at, at this point, he's been nothing short of dreadful. And I'm sorry to people I'm gonna offend and all that shit because I'm not talking about his injury. Um, but it's not just his injury, the the, the consistent oversetting. The hand placement, the the lack of foot speed, it's just been so bad with him as well. Um, and then you pile that on top of the fact that we have Trevor Simeon in a quarterback who can't throw while moving at all. He's he's a he's a statue quarterback. On top of that, with a OC who is probably one of the worst OCs you'll ever see. So it's a uh, it's a it's a clusterfuck of of bad with the Jets, and I'm excited for it to be over because then we get to sell ourselves potentially false hope. Let's not let's let's hope it's not false hope, but I get to start looking into the Michael Pittmans and the T Higgins and whoever else that are going to be fun to watch, and you know Fashanu and Alt and the the tackle from uh, Bama and and all that stuff. And with Rodgers, it's either going to go really good or really bad. And either way, it's going to come to a head. Either we get to the playoffs, we have some fun, we win a Super Bowl, whatever, or we uh, it, it all blows up and then it's all started over again. But I'm ready for it for ready for it one way or the other to be over. Um, this season is just just absolutely brutal. I love that cough button. I really do, especially this time of the year. Um, but let's say hello to some people. Uh, Dakota, hello. Uh, Curly Norman again says, imagine rooting for a team that actually wins. Yeah, man. Um, I've really only done that for the Devils when I was like a kid, like with, you know, Brodeur and Stevens and Ravolsky and all those guys. That's that's about it, you know, minus the Jets for, for two of those years. Okay, cool. The Jets in 2015 where they probably overachieved. You know, the Mets 2015 and some other years. But yeah, for the most part, I root for some of the shittiest franchises in all of professional sports. <laughs> um, it's not fun, but we it'll make it that much sweeter. That's that's legit. That's you know, I hate kind of saying that, but because it's used too much, but it will be that much sweeter when we do win it. You know, I might be fucking really gray and you know, I don't know, have a Catherine or something, but you know, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll be rooting. <laughs> so Lost by five, the both new. Oh, yeah, New England and Atlanta. New England, New England, Atlanta, the Chiefs. Um, and there's another one I said before. Uh, Chrono Kenny says, Who excited that we will never need to see Zach or his mom after this season? Yeah, I, 
after this game, after the concussion and all that stuff, and him being $11 million, you know, I, I know I said last week I would, I would understand if they kept him. I would understand just as much if they were to get rid of him. You, you trade him for a fifth, sixth-round pick, I guess, at this point. You re, re, recoup however much of that money. I'm not sure of that $11 million. And then you start fresh. Um, you, you, you start fresh at this point. Uh, Snowball says, hey, Joe, let's go overpay for a backup. Does Minshew or Brissett get an offer as a starter? Um, No, probably. Well, I, I'd really have to like go through the teams all, all 32 to, to say that definitively, but I would say I would say no. Um, definitely not both of them. Could I see one of them maybe being like a quasi starter or whatever, like Baker was for the Bucks this year? I, I could see it. I don't see both though. Um, do I think the Jets even need to get that level of a backup? Maybe not. You know, maybe a little bit lesser of a guy because how much you have to pay Minshew or Brissett after some of the things they're doing. I don't know. Um, but it's gonna be they're gonna have to find somebody to, to, to be the backup. Um but I don't think they both get jobs as starter. What's up, Christian? So, so funny. Uh, I missed the stream last week. Unfortunately, I didn't know if you saw my comments. Maybe it's misinformed, but I still think Zach Wilson can be a decent QB in a system that works for him. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if this was you. And sometimes it, it's it's a little bit harder to respond to longer things. Just I don't have a lot of time. You kind of said you pretty much if it was a long comment, MU, I, I it was pretty much everything I said on stream. Um, you know, you said it didn't didn't watch, which is fine. We can obviously share the, the same opinion. Um, I think Zach, specifically in this game, there was no chance, right? Like there was absolutely no chance. He had the one play where um, to his left side, I don't know who, who cleared out the middle. Uh, I think it was like an over route or, or or a post. And then you had Garrett Wilson who cooked Ramsey on a dig behind it. But there's like fucking four, four defensive linemen in his face as he turns around. There was a one scheme, and and I know, and and me and Sabo, um, we could disagree on, on on scheme and stuff like that. And he said he was okay with, you know, it was a fake handoff to the left where Baldwin takes a few steps to the left and then goes to the right and tries to block an un, unblocked defensive end. I I don't like that design one, uh, for just the design part of it, and then two the the, the call against the Dolphins. You have edge rushers who are peeing their ears back to get Zach Wilson and aren't necessarily biting on on, on run fakes, and then you're anticipating that the defensive end is going to squeeze so much air out of the the distance between him and the tackle that he's going to get outflanked by Baldwin. it just didn't make much sense so that was a bad play like there was just so much bad um on zach wilson's plate this week that he didn't really have he didn't really have a, a chance there was the you know okay you don't want to see the play where he fumbles the ball um you want to see him just take that sack there, but at the same time, you know he's fighting for he's fighting for his life, and that that was a penalty, man. I don't, I don't know who that was on. Maybe it was Chubb, but Zach Wilson never changes how how high he is in terms of like ducking or obviously you know standing straight up, and it's helmet to helmet contact. You know, like if that was fucking Patrick Mahomes, is it a penalty? Probably. So, um, but regardless, yeah, he hasn't had much help. Now, am I going to excuse his Chargers game, his Pats game, some of the, his other games, even the Bills game, even the Eagles game for the most part? He was ass. Um, no, but there are glimmers of him being, you know, a, a, a capable, you know, backup quarterback, which sometimes he is. And I think overall he probably is in, in that in that range. Um, but a decent quarterback in just like in terms of a starter. I guess it's possible, you know, now, now it, how much, what's, what's your percentage chance on him actually being a, a decent level quarterback? Like in what system you're talking about going to an elite system, you know, the Rams, the Niners, something like that. Yeah, sure. Most guys would succeed. Um, do I really think Zach Wilson, I do. I think that that Shanahan's going to take Zach Wilson from being a backup level quarterback, if not sometimes worse. And if not, sometimes better um, to being a capable starting quarterback in the NFL, I would say probably not at this point, but Hey, uh, Curly Norman says uh, Rodgers is 0 for 1 and 0 yards for the New York Jets. He's done nothing for this franchise. 
Um, yeah, you know, I, I would say this year, obviously with him not playing, he's hurt us more than helped us, right? Just just based on the fact alone that he's not playing and he has a huge cap number, that hurts you. Hackett versus anybody hurts you. Dalvin Cook versus anybody hurts you. Sonoma Knight. Um, Lazard hurts you. Cobb hurts you. Billy Turner hurts you. So, yeah, no, he's he's hurt us more so than help us at this point, minus, you know, off-season hype and hard knocks, which doesn't mean shit when you actually, you know, lace up their cleats and you, and you, and you go between the white lines and get your dick kicked in. Yeah, it doesn't really do much, I know. So uh, we have to hope that he comes back next year and lights it the fuck up. Now he's going to be 40 years old, and you have to hope that the Jets can replace two or three offensive linemen. At the minimum, it's two, right? At the minimum, it's two. I, I can't see both Becton and Tomlinson being here next year. So you have one of those guys, minimum. If not both of them, in my in my preferred world, you get rid of both of those guys, and then your right tackle is undetermined right now because it's not Max Mitchell, it's not Carter Warren. Um, and for the people who, and I don't know, if, I don't know if Max Mitchell's heard at this point, but for the people who said last year, oh, he was he was good in his starts, he was never good. <laughs> you know, uh, Lazard calling out the coaching staff and the effort is the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, that's why I said beloved piece. Like it's not it's not something that you want to see from anybody, but specifically from Lazard, a motherfucker who can't catch a, a football. Um, and then takes no accountability for it is uh, he's he's easily becoming one of my most hated Jets. And I thought I would just hate him because he's he can't catch the ball or run routes. But now that he's kind of like a like a like a I don't know not like passive. What's like, uh, I don't know. He's just like a douche. He seems like a douche now at this point. Say hey yeah I suck at catching a football. I should work on that. Hit the jugs instead of kicking a fucking soccer ball around for you know for, during pregame. Like just knowing the the the. How that looks like, even if you like to kick a soccer ball, whatever, but knowing that you can't catch shit and you haven't been catching shit to be warming up in front of a thousand fans with a soccer ball, you just like the, the, un, the, the lack of awareness there to know how much of a douche you look like. It's just automatic, like automatically. I'm like, okay, I don't like this fucking guy. <laughs> Stop. Um, in my opinion, uh, Zach improved on his mechanics. He's top 13 in target percentage. Um, last year, Zach Wilson was a dumpster fire. I think he sees the field well, but struggles at times. The process may be fixable by scheme. Um, I think that's kind of like a double, like not like a double negative, but I don't think saying seeing the field well, but struggles the process at the same time, the process is kind of, they kind of are, are both hand in hand. Um, and I, I think he, his, his accuracy has been great, you know, whether it be rolling out to the left, rolling out to the right off the back foot, whatever it is, his accuracy has definitely, definitely been largely improved this year. Now, with that being said, again, you're always going to get honesty from me. Has his actual footwork improved? I don't think so. Um, I think that's something that people, a lot of people hung on to in the offseason, just saying, oh, that Rodgers is going to teach him good mechanics and all this stuff, which, you know, if you actually look at it, Rodgers has decent mechanics, but it's not perfect mechanics by any means. Um, I think Zach Wilson, it was just like a confidence thing. You just had to see the ball get there a few times um, because I didn't really see much of the footwork change. You, you still see him fighting his lower body at times, you know, so um, – Joe, you hopping out? You you hoping to lose out so we can grab Alter another tackle? Yeah, at this point you're officially eliminated from the playoffs, right, Chrono? Um, so you know, okay, Christmas Christmas Eve and I'm watching the game. No, I, I'm I'm probably at this point officially eliminated. I'm gonna be rooting for the for the for the loss. I'm sorry. You know, I know some people will, will they'll get mad at that. Whatever. I really couldn't give two fucks less because a win against you know the the absolute balls Washington Commanders does nothing for you long term, um, realistically. So you want to lose at this point to to grab the better player, and there will be people out there and say, oh, you can grab a guy in, in, at eighteen who's just as good at at who just good at five. Okay. Well, if we weren't, you know, could we have said the same thing for Sauce Gardner? Could we have got another corner just as good as Sauce? 
you know, which by the way, I, I saw that I think, uh, or I think I saw that Tyreek Wallen was benched for, for the Seahawks, which is just awesome. Um, but yeah, you want to get the higher pick. Don't, I'm not falling for the, just get the guy late bullshit. You can get a guy 18. Okay. You just get a quarterback in the sixth round like Tom Brady. Why not? Why not? What, you know, why doesn't the, or why don't the, the bears just not take, um, you know, the quarterback and they could just trade down and get a bunch of picks and take one of the six. Like, you know, you'd see how that, how that logic is flawed, but um, yeah, lose, grab alt, grab, you know, the tackle from Bama grab. If you like Fashano, I believe is his name. If you like him more than alt, um, then, then, then take that guy. Now the draft rankings are going to change a lot, right? Like it's only December 22nd. There's so much that changes in, in February um, in April and, and even in, you know, in, and in March uh, just naming three, three months, uh, a lot will change. So one of these guys could really fall off. You know, we, we've seen it how many times where people are talking about this corner, this receiver block of a top 10 draft comes around there, a fourth round pick. So I'm not buying so much into who's up there now, but I think I'm going to watch at least Alt Fashanu and the, uh, bring them. Is it bring them or something like that? Um, MU says, feel feel really bad for Garrett Wilson and Brees, though. Everyone knows how bad the play calling is, especially if Lazard is calling it out. I hope Rodgers can band-aid the proverbial bullet hole there next year. Uh, in terms of the play calling, yeah, it's 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 pretty much going to be Aaron Rodgers running your offense. So, so right now, it's 100%, you know, Hackett, and maybe there's a little bit of downing and Keith Carter, Carter whatever, in that game plan. You're pretty much going to take like 90, 80%, 80% off the plate of, of Hackett because Rodgers is going to come to the line and say, no, fuck this play. This sucks. I'm checking into a run, and then it's good. You know, so um, you next year, I'm not really considering Hackett a part of the a, a part of the, the solution or a part of the problem. It's kind of Aaron Rodgers offense um, more so. So the Colts and the Browns look just fine without their starting quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm not even asking for like the Jets to win. Like, do, do I expect the Jets to go into Miami and beat the Dolphins? I thought there was a possibility of it, but I don't know. Lose 27 to 16. Like, give me something. Not 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 zero points. That's not so fun. So. Um, Tippman is a rookie, so at least he has somewhat of an excuse. Yeah, I, I'm not saying t- I've been impressed with Tippman. Tippman overall has been probably, and it's hard to quantify because of how much have I act- actually watched the other centers, but um, Tippman has been a guy I've been impressed with. I've been I've, I've been impressed with. I think he's going to be a fine starter. Um, yes, there are some uh, some schematic things I want him to maybe recognize a little bit better, or some awareness, or um, even some of his footwork and stuff. Like, yeah, there's improvements that need to be made, but I'm not trying to I don't. But don't, don't let that don't let you don't or I don't know how to fucking word that that doesn't mean that I don't like Tippman acknowledging his problems right so um he can get better and says it's probably been asked in prior streams but are you what are your thoughts on the coaching situation are, are you okay with running it back or um from MU I would like to change it up but realistically I haven't put a lot of thought into it because it's not going to happen it's just not going to happen the, the only the only change up there's going to be is Keith Carter Todd Downing fire um, you know, Rogers came out this week and just and, and backed, you know, Douglas backed Sala and backed Hackett. So you're not bringing in, you're not, you're not doing all this shit to get a quarterback and then firing the coaches that he wants to be coaching him. So, um, I think it's, I think it's less than like a 1% chance that the, uh, maybe not less than 1% chance. Let's if, if Sala gets blown out by the commanders and his ass beat in new England, then maybe there's a possibility. Um, I just see it's very, very low. Caught Tomlinson or have him as a backup. Yeah, you're not paying a backup $8 million, $9 million, $10 million, whatever it exactly is, uh, Chrono Kenny. So you're going to get rid of them. Uh, Beloved P says the entire left side of the line of, of the offensive line is a disaster. <laughs> really, it's the whole thing. You know, the right side, too. It's You have Hanson right now. Okay, sure. But 
Um, your right tackle is a dumpster fire right now. Hansen has been, you know, again, relative expectations, he's doing fine, but he's still overall dumpster fire. And your center has been, you know, hit or miss, which is expected for a rookie, but the whole offensive line has been just just so bad. And you know, you hope you could rely on ABT going forward, but obviously doesn't need to be said. He's he's had two out of three season any injuries. Um, you know, one one is a, a you know a triceps, so you hope that's not something that's going to carry over, but still. Taking offseason during the season. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <coughs> I knew Hard Knocks was going to be a distraction. I don't think it was. I don't, realistically, like Marvin Guns, like, I don't think it was a distraction. Like what 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 came out that was so distracting about it? It's just Rodgers went down and now we suck. You know, I don't, I don't see it as like, oh, I'm blaming Hard Knocks that, that Rodgers tore his Achilles. Christian A says we need two new tackles. Yeah, that's that's that is undoubtedly true. Chrono Kenny says Beckton has been terrible. However, sprained ankle on a big guy. Can't see another team paying him more than $5 million, So I say we do it on a one-year prove-it deal and treat him as a backup, which is what they should have done this offseason, right, Chrono? Like, we talked about this for how fucking long that the guy has been injured so much that you can re- – that if he comes out and plays and he, and he plays the entire season, great. But you cannot expect that based on what you have seen in a three-yard sample size for Beckton. And they didn't really do shit minus bringing an injured fourth-round rookie who I don't give a hell what anybody says about him. Oh, he's pro-ready and all that bullshit. He is not pro-ready. He was not. Um, so terrible plan. And we've talked about that a thousand times at this point. So, um, yeah, bring, bring Beckton back again. What's the price stack? I know last week it was more like $9, 10000000 max after just stacking bad week after bad week after bad week. Six mil, five, six million, and, and you see if he can bounce back in some way and, and he could make your, your swing tackle back up for five million. Okay. I'm, I'll be okay with that to give it another shot. Um, but anything past that is just, it, it's too much. The guy is consistently injured, um, minus this year. He only came out for, for a game, but still, you know, obviously has had a, a, a checkered pass in terms of injuries. Um, and he's sucked this year. He's just, he just sucked. Regardless of, and, and I know people will just blame it on the ankle and stuff like that. And obviously that's a part of it, but, Part of it's just just his technique and and his awareness at times, and sometimes it doesn't like he'll get beat initially, and then he'll like barely run and try to catch up to guys. So I, I don't know. There's a lack of effort there at times to me too. So uh, Curly Norman says uh, Jets Rangers Knicks fan here kill me. Knicks at least had some success in the '90s, right? Like Ewing and all that stuff. The Rangers have they would have three cups, two, two or three. So, yeah, I would say I would be I would rather be a Knicks fan than a Nets fan overall scope of my life. Rangers. Yeah, I got you there. Devils are, are a better franchise, uh, at least since I've been a kid and the Rangers are killing it this year. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see in the playoffs. Devils got to pick up their shit. They're, they're playing at seven, I think, actually. tonight. So I'll be watching that. But um, I love seeing Zach's mom. I think she looks pretty terrible. Like uh, I, I can see how she used to be good looking, but I think she's had too much uh, work on her face. She started to look like she's a part of that family that like two million people are a part of. We'll all got like sunken in faces, like ex- like big ass cheeks and swollen lips. You start to look like that. I, I hate that shit. It's gross. Anything fake, fake. Uh, we're not gonna get into this really, but like any, any of that fake shit, fake nails, fake hair, fake tans, ugh. All natural, baby. I don't, I don't like that fake shit. It's just gross. Uh, Scott Wilson says, if he- it's, if heads must roll, I'm confident the coaches are safe. Salah has built up a uh, built a top defense. Hackett has Rodgers uh, backing. Can't say the same with JD though. This lost season is on him as much as anyone. Yeah, Scott, for real. Uh, now, obviously, the, the the biggest reason is is uh, Rodgers' injury, right? But I we've said it a thousand times, right? Just go, just we bitch about this stuff since May. I don't need to go over all the issues again, but they all came to fruition. Even the signings, a lot of the signings when he made them the last couple of years, it's been 
you know, Whitehead, Tomlinson, Uzama, again, reiterating the same stuff I've reiterated for the last few weeks. I'm watching, like, I don't think this is going to work out. You know, I would say, I don't know, especially free agency. I I would say more than 85% of them I watch him, like, he overpaid this guy. Um, draft, you know, a little bit more hit or miss, but uh, his free agency signings have been abysmal, and it's and it's not revisionist history because I have my opinion when they were initially signed, and it's out there, you know. So, um, okay, let's see. Uh, Brandon R says, are they have are they having a high end veteran with a Rodgers and a potentially a draft pick? Um, you know, to find a, a high end veteran, I, I don't think high end veteran is fits. It's, you know, is is Brissett a high end veteran? Like like bring me like Andy Dalton, like seriously. Rodgers, Dalton, and a fifth-round pick at, at quarterback. I'm, I'm okay with that. Something like that. Um, I don't think they're going to like go balls to the wall and spending for, you know, uh, Jacoby or or Minch or anything like that because, um, they have holes elsewhere that they need to fill. Uh, so I think just having a capable guy back there is, is okay because you need to spend some money to, you know, resign, you know, uh, Solomon Thomas re-signed Quentin Jefferson. If he gets re-signed, who's your starting strong safety next year? I pray to God it's not Whitehead. Who is your tackles? You know, so can you can you afford to splurge on a quarterback, backup quarterback? No. Um, at the same time, should you completely ignore it like you've ignored it the past few years? Uh, no. So uh, Highlander Prime says, ironically, Rod uh, Rogers, who was supposed to have helped reset Zach over time, ended up getting him booted from the Jets due to him getting injured right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see I can see your line of thinking like it, it accelerated him, um, but it's also the it's also the GM's fault for not, you know, getting a suitable backup. Would you be an OC, a DC or a scout? You're talking about like if I had to like if, if I thought what I would be best at, I would say scout. Um, I'm not like I'm OK. I'm OK with scheme and stuff. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I think I'm fine at it, but um, I'm not the biggest like schematics X's and O's all the time type of thing. I I rather watch players individually than overall schematics. Like if, hey, evaluate this corner or evaluate the defensive system. You have the same amount of time. You know, do them both. Whatever. I think the 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 scouting of the individual player and his techniques is is probably you know where I thrive more so than schemes. But um, yeah, it would be a scheme. Let me be. Uh, hey, I'll, I will take a fucking. I will take a shot at being the Jets. Uh, pro scout for for free agents like just let me evaluate guys from free agency who they're going to sign because minimum we're not signing uzama tomlinson whitehead at the bare minimum we're not doing that um so that that would help that that would help but yeah i would say i would say if i i'm more comfortable with individual player evaluation anything else tank for trevor not tank with trevor um they might lose that division right they've been struggling a little bit trevor trevor like and and i said this prior to him coming out again not revisionist history because it's out there um i said i thought he was the number one quarterback i did not think he was generational and with the jaguars they're like i watched some of their was their game last week or maybe two weeks ago he was missing like layup throws so trevor coming from clemson a lot of it was horizontal a lot of it was behind the lines for Avenger. i didn't really see a lot of like pro level concepts that i was at least comfortable enough saying that hey he's he's a bona fide stud in the nfl you know generational prospect i didn't see that and with that being said people use generational all way too often i'm sure joe alt is going to be a generational prospect in a couple of months um you have to be truly generational <laughs> like like once every 10 years once every 20 years you can't just say the best guy every year is generational it, just, it obviously it obviously you know boy who cried wolf it, it doesn't really it loses its uh, luster. 
Uh, Highlander Prop says, honestly, I don't think any QB would have been very successful as O-line and Hackett, not to mention the depleted true wide receiver room with only one threat. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, would we be more successful? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, listen, if the Jets have Rodgers right now the entire season, you win the Falcons game, you you win the, the Raiders game, you probably win the Chargers game. I know we got blown out in that, but a lot of them were like right off the turnover. So you you win at least, and, and the New England games too. So you probably have at least three or four more wins, right? So you're looking at what five and nine now. Let's just say three. You're you're eight and six right now with Rodgers at the minimum, in my opinion. So um, there are some flaws with this team. You know, I don't think it would be a Super Bowl team with Rodgers. I think it's probably a, a lower tier playoff team. Um, but this year has just exemplified your problems. Maybe JD will realize now. Hey, we can't just throw a fucking bandaid at offensive line or a fourth round rookie um to solve that problem no you got to spend spend big now who is it you know is it is it jonah williams whoever out there i don't know i think one's a lock to be a tackle in the first round of the draft who was the other guy you know is it jonah is it becton is it becton plus another vet is it becton and george fantian i don't freaking know but they got to do something um uh because it's this has exemplified the problems commuting can't really hear can't really hear i should be i should be fine on volume tell me if you guys um, have, do the rest of you can can you not hear me? I don't know. It, it, everything seems fine on 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 my end. So. What the hell is even that? <laughs> um, beloved pieces. I think Zach is a guy who could hold the fort when your starting QB misses a game or two. As for him being a long term starter, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, you never know. But yeah, I, I think he's like a capable backup at this point. A capable backup who needs a change of scenery. You know, we all need a football vacation like Kyle. Uh, Colonel Kenny says it's not a solid system. We have two systems with the floor and Hackett. Zach has sucked in both solid as a problem because he has no offensive acumen. Clearly that you'd like to see him. I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys like rah, rah on the bench type shit, but at least like talk to your guys on the sideline. You had Garrett Wilson, like art, not arguing, talking to Roger, talking at Rogers and solid, just sitting there with a blank face, like not getting involved in the conversation. He co- consistently steps on his own dick in the media. Um, so yeah, Salah has not handled all of this well either. Salah has been, Disappointing. Um, so let me keep going down with with Zach Wilson. In my opinion, the development the development team has been brutal. Went from unrossable to backup in one offseason when they tried to reset, which is why jury's out for me on that. Far from a guarantee, though, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. And and I said that last week too, Mu, and you said you didn't listen, but uh, it's 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 almost like a thing where he was taken out of the oven, you know, uh, too quickly. You know, uh, if he had more time to bake in there, finished product. That's that's. I'm not going to try to get too fancy with that one. But um, imagine being a GM and thinking Alan Lazard was worth 11 million per year. Yeah, and, and I've said that before. I think I think it's a little bit more of like a Rogers tax, and I think a receiver three is like 11 million dollars. So I get that signing more so than the Tomlinsons and the Whiteheads and the uh, and Cooks of the world. But still, you know, not a good contract. But I looked at that as a Rogers tax. You know, so. Uh, why does it seem like JD can't find a good offensive lineman outside the early rounds? Because he can't, because it's not a seam thing. Who has he found outside the early rounds? Um, I think that's something that also Nania has uh, exemplified or not exemplified, but has said this week is like, listen, at a certain point, yeah, you know, the, the, the top guys are good, but where are the, the late round hits on some of these offensive linemen, you know, drafted Beckton, he's a bust so far. And he's been asked this season. You saw the stats with Dillard this week. Dillard's, Dillard's another Joe Douglas pick. He's at, he's, he's sucked too. Um, so it's, it's guys who are both, you know, it's, it's, I mean, his, his higher, his, his first round picks, his second round picks haven't even been that good offensive line, you know, Warren so far has obviously not impressed when, 
Mitchell's out there. He's getting dominated. Now is a part of that the fact that he's playing fucking right guard. We should never play right guard or guard, in my opinion, ever. Yeah, I'm sure that's that's part of the case, but still, it's been yeah, it's been bad. He needs to find a guy in the fifth round, fourth round, who's at least like a decent swing tackle, something. But um, we can't rely on that this year because we need to make premium uh, investments in the offensive line. So, uh, Highlighter Prime says the footwork is often overstated because both Mahomes and, and Rodgers' footworks are are. I don't hold on. What the hell is even that? Could, uh, is, is it condoned? I don't know if I've ever seen the word condoned spelled out. If that's how you spell it, then by all means, I'll take back my soundbite. But I don't know if I've ever seen the word condoned spelled out. Um, footworks are condoned because they've been successful at the position. Yeah, there's you don't need to have perfect footwork really. Like, and it'll hurt you maybe one out of ten times if you're if you're confident in your arms like that. But Rodgers doesn't have great footwork. He doesn't. Uh, Philip Rivers had terrible mechanics. Um, Mahomes doesn't have great mechanics all the time. Look at some of the like. Look at I don't know at professional basketball players. I always go back to the to the shot I always think of like the worst shot I've ever seen was Sean Marion. Sean Marion shot threes and he had the worst launch I've ever seen in my life, but it still goes in. You know I don't know. Uh, sneak diss. Okay. <coughs> uh, Chrono Kenny, Joe, do you like Alter Fashano no more? Chrono Kenny, I will always be honest with you. I don't know because I haven't watched him. Um, and that's not some bullshit watching them five minute highlight tapes because I've done that a little bit just to get a feel for them. But I don't know. Uh, I will know soon because I'm getting the film uh, very soon, and I'm off for a month, so I'll be watching a lot of tackle film. I'm going to do Alt Fashanu, uh, Alabama tackle in in a row, um, and then maybe I'll do I don't know some other stuff. What we'll see. Those three guys I definitely want. Can uh, Can Trevor Simeon and Nathaniel Hackett Hackenberg get Garrett Wilson to 1K yards? Well, what is he at now, uh, Scott? I, you guys are probably going to say in the chat, but I'm not caught up. He's at like 800 and something, right? Garrett Wilson stats. He's at um oh 882. He needs 120. He needs 40 yards a game. Yeah, he'll get it. Hope he hope he gets at least 1100. You know, um that's the things we need to root for now. You know, Sauce to get some picks. Q to get some sacks. You know, like root for the guys who are going to be here next year making an impact. So yeah, I would like to see Garrett get a, get a, a thousand yards at the minimum. Um, Jared August has been working on the O line since Sam Darnold. Yeah, and it's <clears throat> it's funny too that the Jets say like, oh, you know, we came in here replacement level level roster, all that bullshit. And and, and I know obviously we're we're more talented than when they first came here, but Jared August has had you know four or five years to fix this offensive line, and it's pretty much just as bad as when he got here. Um, there's more talent on it, but it's not been good. It's definitely not been good. Uh, we've been working on the offensive line since. 2012 really like it, it's never been good since then you know once all those like vets left and stuff the offensive line has been balls right Breno Giacomini's Wesley Johnson's uh, <laughs> there's been so much bad there's been there's been uh, so much bad super chat from RJ Macpot says love your content and happy holidays do you see JD getting more uh getting desperate and mortgaging future draft capital for more dart throws uh, this draft on offense, he's basically on a playoff win 2024 or gone mode. And it depends on what Rodgers thinks in 2025 if he is here. And he did say that on Pat McAfee that he would want to uh, potentially, he, he doesn't think it's only going to be one year and it's probably two. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, a lot of things can go wrong next year for him to say, no, this is a terrible organization. I'm out of here. I'm going to retire and not ruin my legacy. That's always very possible. And that's probably more. More probable than than not, just because we're Jets fans, so we should ex- we should anticipate the worst. And Rogers leaving after one year, after saying he's going to stay for two, um, 
But in terms of him mortgaging the future, yeah, he probably gets a little bit desperate or more desperate than he than than he would have been if he was you know sitting comfy. Um, now, with that being said, do I do I think he should mortgage draft? Do I think he should mortgage future draft picks for dart throws? No. Um, do I think he should mortgage future draft capital or this capital this year for proven veterans? Fuck yes. Go balls to the wall. Let's make this fun. You know, there's plenty of guys you see traded for a fifth, a sixth round pick, a seventh round pick. We saw Brandon Marshall, you know, on the Jets a few years ago, 2015, a fifth round pick. Trades, trade some fifth, sixth round picks for some guys who are going to make an impact. Offensive linemen, safety, defensive tackles, whatever it may be. So um, I agree with you in terms of um, him getting desperate, or, or at least I think he'll get a little bit desperate and mortgage some draft picks. But uh, I hope it's for proven commodities, not uh, darts. Not darts. But RJ Mack, I, I definitely appreciate the super chat, and I, I appreciate that you said you uh, you love the the the, uh, the content. Happy holidays to you uh, as well. Which everybody just erase the Jets from your memory this week. Enjoy enjoy Christmas Christmas Eve. Um, there's some football on. You know, you got, you got games tomorrow. You have games Sunday. You have games Saturday. Uh, game on games on Monday uh, tomorrow actually, which you guys are not asking, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. I have like a my my wife's my wife's aunt's boyfriend has like some connections with the Devils, so we're getting a uh, <clears throat> a party bus and a suite for the Devils game on Saturday, which is or tomorrow night, which is awesome. So I'm going to completely erase the Jets from my memory the next couple of days and just pretend like they don't they don't exist. But I didn't advise you to do the same. Uh, okay, let's see. I want Joe Walt. Okay, I'm back there. Um, draft Jaden Daniels or sign T. Higgins, wide receiver, uh, 25 years old, and then sign. Um. Okay. I, is Jaden Daniels is that a is that a receiver? T. Higgins probably a little bit over investment into the receiver position because they have 11 million dollar player. You know, at fourth string. Um, sign and draft O line not no stop. Uh, tight end with rack ability. It's again with the tight end thing too. Are you going to have a tight end three with yak ability over a starting tackle? Like it's it's all about it's all about how you distribute your resources. Um, and I don't think tight end three is going to uh, is going to tickle my fancy. But um, MU says by process and vision for Zach Wilson. In my opinion, it's a chicken or egg thing. I think he sees the field well, but either lack of confidence or coaching, he's way too passive time, which looks awful. Um, Chicken or the egg thing. I am of the thinking, and I will not be convinced otherwise, that the egg came first. I guess, I guess there's a possibility, but uh, a, a chicken is always hatched out of an egg. So unless like two animals made a chicken, and then because it was pure chicken with more generations of chicken, now they make an egg. But I'm more of the line of thinking that two animals not of the same species banged, and then they made a chicken, and it was still an egg. I think it's an egg. I think the I, I would bet... A lot of money the egg came first, but that's just me. That's just me. Uh, with solid QB play, the Jets are still in the playoffs as a fifth or seventh. I would say more elite quarterback play, honestly, Eagle play. I don't think average quarterback play. Well, okay. Average quarterback play, do we beat the Falcons? Yes. Average quarterback play, do we beat the Patriots? Yes. Average quarterback play, do we beat the Raiders? Yes. So you're probably right, actually. We're probably at the minimum eight and six with. Okay, quarterback play. Um, now, obviously, there's much more problems than just a quarterback, right? So, keep going. Uh, Tipman playing within range of expectation for year one. Yeah, honestly, Brennan, if if not, 
exceeding a little bit. I'm never going to be the guy to expect a, a rookie center to come in and be like just okay. And I think he's been an okay starter, which okay starter for a first round rookie with all the bullshit that's going on around him. I'm fine with that. Uh, Colonel Kenny says, Joe, in your opinion, what are the chances we fire Carter and Downing? Then what are the chances we fire Hackett plus those two? Um, Hackett plus those two, I think it's near 0%. I, I really do because of Rodgers, right? Obvious reasons. For those guys, you know, now, are you saying both or one of them? Obviously, if it's both, it's it, it's in a less than a chance. But at least one of those guys is fired. I think it's 90% shot. Somebody has to be a scapegoat. And the offensive line has been... Abysmal, abysmal. Not only just an individual talent, but schematically, everything has been terrible. Just terrible. Uh, Jay, so we're really relying on a 41-year-old quarterback with no O-line or receiver except Garrett Wilson. <clears throat> this year we would have been, which is just, again, you, you see how how silly of a mistake that is. In a all-out year, your receiver, too, is Lazard. It just, it, it, there's no excuse for that, there, and there never will be. Um, but you're hoping that maybe blessing in the skies, the Jets see this now, but that would also, that would, that would be you pouring stock into the fact that they're competent, which may not be. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, great. Uh, Joe says, great draft to trade down and, and add picks. They need a wide receiver two, three linemen and development, to qu- uh, quarterback D tackle and safety. Um, yeah. Wide receiver two, th- two or three linemen for sure. Developmental quarterback, do they need that? I would say no. Would I like that? Yes. I'm not going to say you need, though. Um, D-tackle, yes, depending on free agency. Safety, definitely. I would also um, – uh, I blanked down the position. I, w- I would also like to potentially add a running back um, in the in the draft as well. It's something that we haven't really spoke about a lot. I think I, I mentioned it last week. But next year, you have Brees Hall, Izzy, and that's it. So do you sign a guy for $3, 4000000 million in free agency? You know, Cream Hunt something? Potentially, um, I think that's a need too. I don't. I don't think you want to go into the year with Izzy. Izzy as your, as your um, running back too. No skills, super chat. Appreciate you. Um, beating a dead horse, but glad you agree about the Chubb hit. Did you see Dak Prescott taking a similar hit in that same evening? And the TV crew was talking ejections. That and like Zach Wilson last week. Zach, uh, what, I don't know what play it was, but gets rid of the ball, and there's a Texans defender coming off of his right side. The Texans defender dives and hits him below the knee, or maybe an initial contact's knee, but then like, he slips below the knee, and there was no penalty there. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it's a penalty. You know, based on the, the the letter of the law and based on how they called it for other guys, it's a penalty, but it's Zach Wilson, so they have their biases. They go to quarterbacks. It's undoubtable that, that they have their their biases. Um, I did not see Dak, though. Uh, Dak, I think I they played – they played at nighttime. I don't know when they played. I was at the wedding though. Um, which funny, which really quick story again. Nobody cares about your fantasy team, but after all the whatever happened that week, Jalen Hurts being sick and then me benching him for Dak because he was sick and I, I didn't know if he was going to play lost me my fucking lost me one of my leagues, which is is really frustrating. So, um, just a little side story there, but uh, yeah, no, I didn't I didn't see that, but we should definitely get more calls than we do. That's for sure. And I appreciate the no, the, the super chat no skills, which reminds me, I brought your uh I brought those candies to work. My uh one of the guys at work actually liked them. He's he, he chewed at first, he kind of gave me some weird faces, and he's like, it's definitely very aggressive, but he's like, I like black licorice. So uh he, I I found somebody who likes it, guy at my work, but uh there's like two other people who tried it and spit it out. So um ABT was a part of the tackle backup plan. Okay, and we see why why you should have more than that. Right now, because then what's your backup guard plan? 
your backup guard plan is okay. Hey, ABT is going to kick out the tackle and then West Schweitzer is our guard. Like it's just not enough. Even if that was part of their plan, it's not enough because it's not enough now. Jets, Mets, Nets. Yeah, same. I don't know if that, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're shitting on uh, me with that, but yeah, I'm a Jets, Mets, Nets, Devils fan. Hated Nets since NJ, like them leaving. Yeah, pissed me off too, but. And I don't go to Brooklyn for games because getting to Brooklyn sucks. But uh, yeah, Joe, it's not plastic surgery that ruined Zach Ma- Zach's mom. It's the trauma that Zach Wilson suffered here on, and under solid JD's regime in the majority of it. it. Is it the thing like presidents get, they they age, you know, one year in presidency ages you like four, whatever the saying is. Same thing for Salah. I saw that picture side by side. Same thing for Zach Wilson's mom. I could see that. Do you think uh, Douglas will stay for next year? Yeah, he will be because Rodgers supports him. Can we keep whole, uh, Huff? Can we keep Huff and still uh, improve O line and receiver unit? Yeah, uh, Kev. There's, I don't know exactly how much they can create, but there's somewhere between like forty and sixty million dollars they can create with moving, running around Mosley, Tomlinson, Uzama, whoever else it may be. Um, so yeah, they they have plenty of room to improve both of those units, but I'm hoping they don't blow their load on one guy. Um, mainly Devante and, and listen, I'll be excited for Devante, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, 31 years old, getting older and you have to trade picks and a bunch. And obviously he eats up a bunch of your cap where you can just sign a free agent. Now, who was that? You know, is Evans tagged as Higgins tagged as Pittman tagged? We don't necessarily know, but I'd rather sign, um, you know, the Pittmans, the T Higgins, the Evans, who are not going to cost you the pick, um, and eat up all that cap. But yeah, they have, they have enough money. They have enough money to get it done this off season, you know, sign a, a decent starting tackle, you know, sign your safety, retool your defensive line in terms of your de- your depth defensive tackles. They, they have they have the money to do it. Extend Huff long term, but part of that may come with, you know, um, extending Huff. Do they keep? Do they keep? Uh, um, what's his face? Do they keep JFM? Potentially not. You know, fourteen fifteen million dollars. I get that we want to have JFM. We want to have Huff. We want to have all of these guys. But you know, would you rather have? I don't know. Would you rather have Huff, Huff, JJ, um, Huff, JJ, and all those guys on defensive line without JFM and Jordan Williams, or all the guys in your defensive line and some scrub tackle who might not be better than what we have now? You know, like at a certain point, you have to you have, you have to look at your team and say, okay, we have a lot of resources in the defensive line right now, but the offensive line <clears throat> is 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 dog water. So let's, uh, let's, let's address that. So you may see a guy like JFM either take a pay cut or get traded or something like that to extend Huff. But, um, do I see it being a little bit difficult to keep Huff JFM and then do everything else we want to do with 40, $50 million ish. Yeah. Because Huff's going to take about 20 of that, you know? So then you have, okay, let's say it was $40 million. Now you have $20 million to sign, um, a, let's even give him, let's even give him more than that. Let's, let's give him $30 million after Huff signing tackle defensive tackles for depth you, you need defensive tackles for depth you need a starting safety um <clears throat> you obviously may need a left guard as well so um it might not be realistic to get huff back and and not touch the rest of the defensive line i don't know i don't know uh alan alan lazy art is, is worth f- five five bucks max yeah it's been pre- it's been pretty bad generational youtuber that is not true at all Hence, I'm not at 10K yet, which I've been pushing for 10K. I, I logged on today and I saw I was at like 8,970 or whatever it was. And then it dropped to to six or, or to, to, to 60. So we actually lost a subscriber. But yeah, I, w- I would love to get the 10,000. I, I, I've been I've been chilling at like 86 to 8889 for forever now. So I don't, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Just a slow build, a slow build. 
<clears throat> slow build the diehards, hopefully. Uh, Joe says, do do free agent breakdown wide receiver, O-line, D-tackle, and safety between the eight. So, yes, sure, I could do that. But then let's say I start cooking up T. Higgins tonight, right? I get T, I, 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 put, I put in 12 hours of T. Higgins the next three days to get the review all prepped and ready. Then he gets tagged, and I'm sitting there like an asshole. So um, for free agents, I typically wait because you have no idea what's going to happen. I don't want to pour hours into reviewing a guy and then him get, then him get either signed elsewhere, tagged, whatever. So a lot of those reviews will come after the Jets sign them because again, obviously a waste of time. So um, Brandon Schaub of the NFL is Brandon Schaub is like somebody who's like carried by Rogan. Is that a, is that, is that like a known thing? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The volume is good. Volume is good. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what, what went on before. Sound fine. Okay. Thanks. Larry Turkin. I appreciate all you guys with the support. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. So it's just you. It's just you, Kev Trotta, as I pause for the awkward uh, sip. That's good coffee. Grind my own beans. I don't know if that makes a difference. You sound fine. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. Um, are you worried JD will uh, mortgage our future to go in all in next year because his job depends on a playoff appearance? Um, this was kind of this, and this was kind of similar to a question that was asked before. I, I think there's, there's a chance that he does mortgage some of the future. And I think he probably should because he's going all out. Do I think he'll mortgage all of it? No, because at the same point you have to be, you have to, and maybe and this is kind of sounds odd. So excuse me for this, but you have to plan for success too. Like what if he blows his load all this year? They do well. They don't do well enough to get to the Super Bowl. Let's say they, uh, you know, let's be hopeful. They, well, hopefully they win a Super Bowl. Let's say they get eliminated in the AFC Championship game. You blew your load on this year. Rodgers says he's coming back, and then you have nothing to operate with in 2025. That looks just as bad, right? So he has to be mindful that he, if it works out, he will be here for longer. So I don't think he'll screw Joe Douglas in the future or his future self. Um, but do I think there will be some more assets and, and some more signs of like him being desperate than in years past, you know, over, you know, overpaying a guy a million or two or, or trading a pick, you know? Yeah, I can see that. So, um, if only Sala Sala ran this team as well as he runs the stairs between. Yeah. Yeah. And people like hate that the whole stair thing. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's a problem. It's not a problem, right? Like people are trying to make a problem of, of anything at the end of the day, you know, uh, these are a bunch of stud athletes and you have a guy like Andrew and Andy Reed proven, whatever, but looking at guys who work out three, four, you know, maybe not three or four hours a day, but they work out every single day, hours a day, whatever. If you're having a guy who's talking to you about effort and all this stuff and, and he's fat, it's kind of harder. It, it's hard to absorb it. Now, if he sucks, regardless, it's hard, it's hard to absorb it, but uh, being in shape helps you speak about physical fitness, right? Like you're not going to take advice from some, well, Actually, people do. I'm not being into that, but a bunch of fat ass doctors who are telling people how to be healthy. It's kind of kind of ironic, isn't it? But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I was getting into that. Butterfingers, Lazard. Um, Junior says, "I believe they were they were not ready for a ride. Just they just they couldn't use another year." What the hell is even that? I'll try again. I believe they just were not ready for a ride. Just they couldn't use another year of drafting and develop developer developing. No. Okay. Uh, let's see. And if and if Rogers played by now, he he'd have been dead by now. Um. Yeah. 
sure, you take hits now. Inevitably, or not inevitably, but unquestionably, there are in- incidences that he would have not gotten hit or changed your protection or got the ball out quickly because he could throw to the hot, whatever it may be. He would get hit less for sure, but it wouldn't be good. Um, yeah, okay, I'm going to skip some of this. <laughs> some of them just don't um, make sense. What's up, June Smith? Appreciate you being in here. He's 114 yards away, I believe. Yeah, like, what did I say? 886, so 40 yards a game, something like that, a little bit less. Uh, he, he could do it, 189 yards, yeah. No, 189. No, wasn't wasn't he? No, he's like 114. He's like 880. So he's 120 yards, Dakota, or like 114, like like Curly says. So, Garrett, we'll get to you. Mean you're rooting for Dalvin Cook? Um, I don't know where this. I, I don't know what what did I say? What did I say 20 minutes ago about Dalvin Cook? I, I'm not not rooting for anybody. When when <laughs> I think I talk about the wife thing. Um, when he gets the ball, I'm rooting for him to take it to take it for a touchdown. But it just it's it's so crazy that people the, the amount of vitriol and like hate that people specifically like Nania got or I got or Kyle got for being nerds or oh the film, you know, the, oh, who cares what the film says? He's a thousand yard back every year, he's gonna be so great. A lot of those people are eating crow. Or maybe they're not because they'll completely avoid it. But that was one of the worst signings I've ever seen. It, it was just it was so blatantly obvious. Um, that if you watch the film, he was going to be bad. It, it, there was no, there was really no question about it. it. It was blatantly obvious right there in front of you. So, um, in my opinion, you know, people who really, really back that and just said, "Hey, we really want this guy." How much should you value their opinion? I don't know. You know, that's that's up to you. Um, but they either one don't watch, or two don't know what they're talking about, or they don't watch, or they watch and they just are terrible evaluators. So either way, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, jo- uh, from M- Matthias, Joe, don't you think we uh, you could get some good offensive linemen in the third, fourth rounds and tweak it with free agency? The problem is the, the, the draft comes after free agency. So let's say you do like player X in round three. He goes late round two, and now you're going to rely on the scraps of free agency in, in, in a Super Bowl or bust type of year? No. No. Like just for that reason. You can't you can't bank on scrap scrap heap offensive linemen and a GM who has a, a a not a pretty track record of drafting offensive linemen in the third fourth fifth round. You know you're gonna rely on that to protect Aaron Rodgers. Fuck that. Fuck that. Dalvin Crook. <laughs> um, Garrett Wilson stat line with Mahomes. Oh God, Joe. That's he's pushing he's pushing fourteen fifteen hundred yards. He's pushing that for sure. Alex Lewis, Greg Van Roten, Cam Clark, Connor McGovern, Lakin Tomlinson. Now, with that being said, the only one I'll disagree with you here, actually two, two I'll disagree with you on this one. Connor McGovern is he, that? That's not that was not a bad signing. It was not a bad signing this year either. He was actually okay. I think people, I think people for whatever reason, Jets. I don't know what a lot of Jets fans saw with Connor McGovern initially, but right from the jump, people hated him more than they should. He was okay with the Jets considering the price. And Cam Clark was actually one of the guys I really, really liked in that draft. Um, I actually really liked his film and, and what he was going to offer to the Jets. Um, Mauler type of, of player. And unfortunately, he hurt his neck. Like you can't, you can't blame Douglas because his draft pick hurt his neck. It's impossible to know. McGovern, I won't agree with you there. Um, Alex Lewis, yes. Greg Van Roten, yes. Lakin Tomlinson, yes. Billy Turner, yes. Max Mitchell, didn't love that pick. 
you guys know if you've been watching the channel for for however you know since the draft i said that i that uh that carter warren was my least favorite of the picks i didn't like his film at all um so yeah no there's been some problems I'm, i i i will not kill him for for clark lewis and even even mcgovern or, or sorry won't kill him for mcgovern or clark and even lewis was what two three million dollars and went haywire there are better <coughs> just, again just transparency there, there are better examples not game clark um Brees can't do anything that's how terrifying yeah and Brees does have a tendency and and i said this in his rookie year and Salo said it and i'm sure Brees recognizes it too he's he's more of a home run threat type of guy you know get get two yards get two yards get two yards get 25 yards then the consistent like five yards five yards five yards guy so um the offensive line is almost is only going to exemplify his problems because he's not he's not a guy who's going to grind it out for for every yard and just try to pick up you know, two, three yards in a cloud of dust. He's going he's gonna to he's gonna see a cloud of dust and say, you know, I hope if I can bounce this outside, break a tackle behind the line of scrimmage, I'll, I'll make it 10 yards instead of three. And then sometimes he's contacted behind the line of scrimmage doesn't get that, obviously, 10 yards. So um, the offensive line exemplifies, it, it just it's, it exemplifies the, pro, or, or no, not exemplifies, it's definitely not conducive to his running style specifically. Now, obviously, bad offensive line is not conducive to any running style, but specifically a, a more of a boomer bust type of runner, it's really not good. Highlander Prime says, do you think J.D. overcommitted to the defense? To me, it was clear that the team needed another top-tier receiver to help Garrett Wilson. JSN should have been the pick over McDonald or at least an offensive lineman. Um, Yeah, what offensive lineman are you grabbing there? You know, a lot of those guys were valued as like second-round picks at the time the Jets were there. You know, what I personally was I at, at that time – Pick 14 comes, you know, 15 were on the board. Was I rooting for for JSN, Zay Flowers, one of those guys? Yes, I was. I I, I, I wanted a receiver as well. Um, But also with that being said, I'm not going to say that, like, it, it needed to be in the draft, right? Like, there was ample time for him to trade for a guy, sign a guy, do whatever. Like, it's not like Corey Davis retired a day before the season. He retired, like, a month before the season or maybe even two. So not ideal, but it's not like he didn't have time to – uh, to pivot and the draft came first right so right unless i'm unless i'm crazy the draft came first so i was drafting jsn if Corey davis was here the best idea you know jsn being your fourth receiver i think it's a little bit revisionist um because then davis retired post draft i i blame him more for what he or the lack of moves after davis retired but he didn't know that was going to happen in april um so at the time of the draft you had you had a decent receiving core. Like I, it was at least okay. I still wanted more, but Corey Davis said you're two of those artists as your, as your three with Rodgers. Okay. I could see that working. Now Rodgers goes down and, and even not down, but you know, Davis retires. Lazard is your two. And then whoever at three, McCall Horman at the time, absolutely not. So they're, they're JD's lack of um, like pivoting after Davis retirement is a joke too. It really is. I'm not, I'm just not going to say it's about like the draft, just the draft. Um, also Miami's defense was roughing Zach all game. No calls, of course. Uh, let's see worth worth point out. Uh, the jets can pump out random name generated players on defense yet. There's not a single guy on offense who has been progressed. Even our two best players seem to regress. That's fireable in my opinion. Um, Brees Garrett, you know, I, I, I get the brief regression because of how bad the offensive line was um, when it was healthier. He was running better. I don't think he's necessarily regressed I'm trying to think of somebody who's who's pro, pro. I guess you could technically say Xavier Gibson UDFA to getting some reps is is a progression. Um, I guess Ruckert 
you know, I, I think it's debatable, but progression, he's at least showing up and we all think he's a capable tight end too, which, you know, is it always a lock that tight, you're going to have a tight end to it at round four? No. So like, I'm, I'm kind of reaching a little bit, but yeah, there hasn't been much progression. That's, that's for sure. Um, yeah, there's been very little, very little development. Okay. going down, uh, build your team from, from the inside out, please. No more stupid moves. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned about free agency. That's 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 the thing I'm concerned about, you know. Um, because his track record has been brutal. It's been brutal. Sergeant Mike, the reason teams don't pass for 300 yards against us is because most games they have this two score leaders. Yeah. Um, if we ever had a lead, then opponent would put their wide receiver away from sauce and break 300 easy. Uh, it's that's that's obviously a little bit dramatic, right? Because you have Michael Carter the second, who's a top five to ten slot corner. You have DJ Reed, who's a good corner, which by the way, last week I told I remember saying to you guys, he got burned. Uh he got burned versus the Texans and he got lucky. This game he got burned again and got beat for a touchdown. And I know somebody's going to say, Well, Olbrick said that he was supposed to have safety help. I break it down in the video. Even if he had safety help there in quarters coverage, it didn't make sense how he played it. Even if he did have uh safety help, if he did have safety help, it was to the inside on a post on a dig. Um, because the, there was no two threat. So if there's no two threat, like a base quarters that the, the safety is then going to lock to the, to the one. So he can passively play it more outside and high. Cause if he breaks inside, it's the, it's the, it's the, um, inside safety's job. The way he played it doesn't matter if Tony Adams was, 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 was going to be playing it inside because he got beat to the outside and vertical. So, um, I'm not buying Ulbrich's bullshit excuse. With that being said, do I think you just move them away? from sauce and get 300 yards um no I, I obviously i think you're being a little bit dramatic there now with that being said in terms of like talking shit about the defense the thing i am concerned about in 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 the future is the run defense the run defense has not been good it's not been good singletary got a few you know a few good plays versus us obviously this game we got beat up in the run game we've been beat up in the run game all year really um so they need to figure that out you know al woods would have helped and, and things like that but uh, uh i think this defense is still great it's just i think they may be a little bit overrated because of their run defense um struggles are a little bit light in the pants there so i still think they're a top five ten unit it's just for the people who say like oh they're the best the second best the third best uh if the run defense is better i would maybe agree with that but i don't know uh is zach the chicken or or, or hackett's play calling are you talking about like which which is the worst in terms of? I I think it's really I think it's the I, if I had to place blame like where first it's 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 probably the offensive line one Hackett two Zach three. That's how I feel. It's it's the offensive line and and, and guys are not getting open. That are the biggest problem. Um, Michael J Russo says instead of two or three mid level freedoms, can we sign one big free agent instead? I don't, I don't, I'm not really in line with that thinking. I, I, I rather have average players at a bunch of positions than have great players at some and, and then terrible guys at others, because let's say you do splurge. Let's say, let's say your, your, your big free agent is Devonte Adams. Okay, great. Devonte Adams is out there getting, getting open, but Rogers has no time to get him the ball. So I rather have average receiver, average tackle than stud receiver, bad tackle. Um, so I'm not in that line of thinking at all. I, I much rather address the needs. I don't think you need a bunch of studs. We have like we have the studs. Like you could, if you fill in the rest of this roster, like yeah, you might want to. Obviously, we all want another superstar. But if I told you, regardless of everything else on the team, hey, this team won the Super Bowl, and their top guys are 
Q, Sauce, Garrett, Brees, you know, you're like, okay, like they have four, five, six bona fide, like blue chip players. The Jets have that. So I don't think you need to just go blue chip uh, hunting. I, I think you need to fill out the rest of your roster. Um, Blubber P says not only has JD been a, unable to find offensive linemen in later rounds, uh, he has been unable to find contributors on, on offense as a whole in the later rounds. It's one of the reasons we're so bad on offense. Yeah, there's really been nobody in the later rounds minus Rucker, right? Rucker is the only guy I can think of. Izzy hasn't done much at this point, obviously, he doesn't have really much of an opportunity to. Kuntz, yeah, there's been there's been not much of anything. Uh what the hell is even that? Junior, I appreciate you being in here. You just gotta, I don't know if it's like a voice to text thing or you're just typing too fast, but you gotta make it uh I gotta be able to read it. Mm, I want a whole NY Jets house. I'd never move. I'm okay with an NY Jets room. This is the Jets room. That's 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 about all they're getting. They don't deserve a whole whole house. Uh Marvin Gunn says I'm not for indiscriminately firing the head coach, GM, or OC. They need to diagnose exactly where the problem lied and then act upon that i think i think that's it's kind of like i don't think there's there's not one problem it's it's not just one guy so you can't you're gonna fire the offensive line fire the quarterback and file fire the oc it's a collective problem it's a collective problem um okay can you imagine JD not trading off for ABT and instead picking Christian Darisol and Creed Humphreys like I wanted? Shake my head. Yeah, that would have been better. Um, I'm not going to criticize the ABT pick because ABT is, is a stud in my opinion, just injuries, which you can't be foreseen. But revision, like if you can go back and if that's your actual opinion, Kev Trotter, then obviously hell of a job to you if you said I'd rather just take Darisol and, and Humphreys. Um, but uh, I'm not going to count for that trade up. Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, or Joe Alt. Um, the Jets are not going to be high enough for Harrison Jr. And free agency is kind of strong at receiver at this point. So are you going to double down on receiver when you need a bunch of other stuff? I don't think so. Bring in Devontae Adams, Mike, Mike Evans, or T. Higgins for both Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, for sure. But if you are if you bring in one of those guys, you're undoubtedly not bringing in Jr. Um, I believe is Neighbors the other receiver, right? Like you're not going to bring in... Harrison Harrison Jr. or Malik Neighbors more realistically and Mike Evans because then you're all your a lot of your caps be eaten up and you solve a lot of holes. So need another tight end. Um from Dakota. I I think we need a tight end three. We don't need a tight end one or two, in my opinion. We're good enough there. Play Izzy on Sunday finally. He he, he played last week, right? Like four rushes, eight yards, two yards per pop. Doesn't really matter. Uh Jim Page says. I think I've seen that Jets car, actually. I might have seen you at a game, Jim. It's like rolling by. I don't know if you ever like drive by Jay or maybe in the park or whatever, but I think I've seen that. Obviously, there's a few cars like that. But uh, are the rumors now? Obviously, I don't. I don't have. I don't have uh, any insider knowledge here. But do I think the Jets are going to change your uniforms? Yes. Um, I know. I know. Ryan has mentioned before. Ryan from Jets Talk, one of my buddies. He said. Uh, I think he said on stream with me, like they've, they've, or maybe on Twitter, maybe somebody said, I don't, I don't know, but they said, uh, their jerseys said something when they came out, like, you know, uh, something about the future. I, I don't know what it said about the future, but something about the future. I think the Jets have had a lot of losing in these, in these uniforms. The fans are not the warmest to them. So I think their jerseys next year are the legacy jerseys. Um, so you have the white, you have the green, and then do they figure out a way to make a alternate black, um, 
throwback jersey. I, I, I think they might not, but I would I would like if they do. I, I like the black alternate. Um, I get it's I get it's not like classic jet screen or anything like that. But if they can make that, or even like an alternate like gray, like a type of like because jets are gray with green, like I would I would like that as well. But um, yeah, I think they're going back to the old uniforms. These uniforms they're not great. They're not great. I like I like the old blacks. Um, the black on white or the white on black is is awful in my opinion. The white on green is gross. Um, I really like the Jets Reebok jerseys pre Nike change. When they went to Nike from Reebok, the green changed and it became more dull. Um, where the green with with uh, Reebok popped a little bit more. So, jersey talk. Uh, there's some people who don't care about jerseys. A lot of people who don't care about jerseys did not play sports. I, I'll, I'll I'll stand fast in that. They did not play sports, like like organized sports, because there are not a lot of people who like played football in high school, college, whatever, or even like peewee, basketball, whatever, who don't like uniforms. Like I always – now, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. No, it doesn't matter. They need to win, but doing it while looking nice is better. Um, it doesn't matter much at this point, but does Roger Saffold actually exist? Yeah, yeah. This is kind of talked about M- last week, MU. The Jets have the only type of systems, whether it be quarterback, cornerback, safety, offensive line, tight end, receiver, um, where they bring in veterans, and they it takes them four or five weeks to learn it. You know, you're playing a, a undrafted whoever the fuck he is, Jake Hansen, when Saffold may be just as bad, but I'd like to at least give him a shot there because he's, he's a vet in the league. Now, there's a possibility that in practice they see this guy playing, and they're like, no, fuck that. Like, he's really, really that bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would like to see him, right? <laughs> Bring in everyone. Good to the only. Yeah. That's the, that's what we'll put at the door. Are you sure you're elite? You're signing this contract. Are you sure? You know, um, not pathetic. Sala won't play Izzy final game because he's going to still use the, which transparently kept shot. Dude, he had one block that was brutal. He, he basically blocked Turner from blocking the, the edge. He's had no idea what he was doing. With that being said, would I rather see him fuck up and learn on the job than Dalvin Cook to give absolutely no effort? Yeah, because Dalvin Cook doesn't give effort as a blocker. Dalvin Cook could actually be a decent blocker if he gave a fuck. The problem is he doesn't give a fuck. Couldn't hear before because on the bus. Oh, you need to get some AirPods, Kevchata. Get get some get get a, get some Beats. Get some AirPods. Get 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 the connected pods. I don't know, but why are you listening from your phone speakers? Um, Joe Grana says, what third round position would you prefer selected that prefer selected that possibly could be a starter along with our first round? Are you talking about like, like who in the third could be a long-term starter for the jets? Um, well, okay. You're hoping they addressed tackle at this point, right? You're not, we're not relying on tackles. We're not relying on receivers. We have a tight end. Um, Safety? I could see. I could see a safety. I could see a safety or a D tackle there. And people, I don't. I'm not actually to erase that. I'm not. No state. No. No. No D tackle talk. But safety, running back. Um, realistically, defensive tackle. I could. I could see there who could be a, a long term starter because the Jets don't really have somebody opposite of Q. They don't have a starting uh, safety right now, and I'm hoping that's addressed in free agency. But or with Chuck Clark. Um, but I could see a guy getting drafted there. I'm just now. Could it be a receiver or a tackle or a guard? Sure. Uh, I'm just hoping those positions are addressed. So I would imagine like a running back, the tackle, safety in that in that in that round. Or hey, load up an offensive lineman. Get me a center. Get me a guard. Get me a tackle. Get me another tackle. Get me another guard. Get me another tackle. I don't care. You know, uh, 
two blue load references in one sentence. Nice. Yeah, maybe I should broaden my horizons. Neil says, love the show. Not always able to watch it live. Keep up the great work, Joe. Thoughts on what you'd prefer the Jets to do their first round pick? Tackle, 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 tackle. The best one, tackle. That's it. Now, hopefully, I am praying to God that I watch these guys and they're all good because hopefully not one of you guys, but uh, there have been guys in the past who I have not liked at all who were supposed to be bona fide studs. Evan Neal, uh, most notably. So do I watch one of these guys? And I say this is an Evan Neal 2.0. Hopefully not. I hope they're all studs so JD can't fuck up the pick, but we'll see. We'll see. Might uh, Make Evans an offer he can't refuse. The problem is, Okay, he's in Tampa. His kids are in Tampa. They're going to school in Tampa. He's already older there. He's already won a Super Bowl there. Does he want to go anywhere else? Does he want to go somewhere with a lot more taxes? I don't I don't know. You know, does he want to hike up and leave at this point? What does he need it for? If they're going to offer him, you know, and now unless he has the 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 burning desire to potentially win a Super Bowl, then maybe, but he he's he's kind of comfy. You know, he's got money, he's got his family there, warm weather. Little to no, is there even say tax? Little to no say tax, you know, whatever it may be. Which, by the way, and I was gonna, I was actually gonna message uh, Rivka if, if she's ever lifting to this. I don't know if she's, I don't know if she's bailed out like Kyle at this point. Except I see her in here sometimes, but not, not as often now. But I would be legitimately curious to see. And I don't know how it's possible to see teams actual like spending money um, in in conjunction to their, or if that's even the right phrasing, in in conjunction to their taxes. Like how much farther does Miami's dollar go than the Jets, than you know uh, the Pats, than the Bills, than the Colts? Like I really want to see that because I think the league should legitimately adjust their salaries to the, the whole tax thing because your dollar your dollar goes a lot farther in Texas and Miami than it does in in Jersey. It just does. Um, now, do I recognize that maybe places with like less taxes, like Texas or Miami, or is there a gallon of milk maybe? I don't know, fucking eight dollars versus five here or something like that. Maybe that's that I can trickle into it, but you know, I realize it's just deeper than the certain like surface level shit. But I'd like to see. I'd like to see. Uh, Kev Strada says we're going to have a lot of growing pains if we get three new starting offensive line. Be yeah, okay, but at the same time, we're going to have a lot of pain if we keep the guys right. If you if you keep Turner or Mitchell's gonna be worse than guy getting used to the new position there with new guys. No, same thing for tackle, same thing for guard. You know, because at the end of the day. Even if Tomlinson does say he's going to have a new tackle next to him anyway, you know, so I, I I'd rather just get new guys. It's not it's not like it, sake of continuity for the sake of continuity. When 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 you're bad doesn't really mean much. Not going to pay Zach Wilson eleven million to play for the Giants. It's a, how much can they get out of that contract though? Like how much could they? How much do they save? I'm legitimately asking. Uh, fuck, Zach Wilson contract. I use OTC over the cap. I like them the best. Uh, how much money can they can they, can they save? Any? Oh, what the fuck? Okay, OTC. Now you screwed me. There we go. Contract. Do they save anything next year if they get rid of them? No, eleven million dead. Yeah, okay. So they don't save any of it. Um, I guess it depends on the pick, right? I don't. I don't know. And how 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 messy is the situation? Who do they bring in? I don't know. It's 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 gonna be difficult to to uh, predict. Okay. Coaches club seats around hundred on StubHub face value seven hundred dollars. Blue body, blue raised arms. We're talking about for the Jets right now. We're talking about the Jets for coaches club seats. Yeah, uh, I, I saw it last week where tickets were like four dollars in some spots. Just brutal, brutal. Sorry, I think they could use another year for drafting and and developing. Of course. Uh, okay. 
we would have been much better keeping QB white instead of signing running back Cook. Yeah, again, with acknowledging the fact that if we offered the same to Mike White as Miami did, would he want to come back here? Because at that point, you're, he's going to say, okay, you clearly want Zach Wilson to, to be something here, so he he's competition for me. You have Aaron Rodgers, so at best, I'm two, maybe three. We go to Miami. Two was hurt pretty frequently. Going to Miami, warmer weather, taxes, all that stuff, you know, so whatever. Um, Highlander Prime says, I'm not the film expert that you guys are, and I knew bringing in Cook was a mistake. Again, Highlander Prime, like, it's, it's not a thing where I'm saying that every eye catches Tomlinson would be bad or every eye catches that, that you know, Uzama would be bad or, or Carter Warren or Max Mitchell or whoever. Like those, okay, I can understand why people would like those people, whatever it may be. There's no reason for Cook. Doesn't you don't need an expert at all? Just watch, just watch. He's running into wide open gaps, dropping balls, fumbling balls, just terrible. Uh, Joe, was Dalvin Cook a direct result of Rodgers getting back money and telling JD he wants him? Do you think next year Rodgers has less person? Um, first part of the answer, yes. Do I think that was because of Rodgers taking the pay cut? One hundred percent, I do. Do I think that Rodgers has less personnel decisions next year? No, I do not. Do I think he should? Yes. Right. Simple as that. Rodgers has the Jets by the balls. He, he's going to do, they're going to do what he wants. So, um, I wanted Zach Tom instead of Max. Zach Tom was the, like, he's like a freak athlete, right? Like really high on the RAS type of board. So Max Mitchell turned out to be a big disappointment for us. Honestly, I like Max as a rookie. Yeah, but I don't know why. I, I honestly don't know why Dakota. I, I think relative to expectations, he was maybe okay, but he was still really bad last year. It's not like he was good last year. I, I just think that. I don't know. Jets fans cling or tend to cling on to any sliver of hope we ever get, you know? So if he has a, a, a good game or two or a good block that Baldy puts up, we'll, we'll attach ourselves to that. Um, <clears throat> you know, we were obsessed with Lorenzo molding a couple of years ago for no reason. Like it just, I don't know. Uh, I agree with your, this is from RJ. I agree with your generational prospect every year statement. However, I believe that Brock Bowers is truly generational. Okay. Um, fine. But <clears throat> is he more and, and, I'm leg- again legitimately asking because I'm not the biggest college football fan. I I have not heard as much of Brock Bowers as I had of, before Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts seemed to be generational based on how he was talked about. Um, so is Brock Bowers highly more highly rated than Kyle Pitts? I don't know. Pitts hasn't worked out great. With that being said, you have Arthur Smith who will not throw the ball to fucking please, please this week for the sake of my teams, throw the ball to Drake London, hand the ball off to Bijan, please. But. Um, with that being said, you have a guy in, in Arthur Smith who doesn't really maybe utilize pits like he should be. Um, but tight end prospects tend to develop slower anyway. And then where are you fitting him? Like if you are drafting Brock Bowers, one, what's the adjustment to the NFL? Tight ends tend to adjust very slowly to the NFL because you're playing offensive line and receiver basically at the same time. Um, and then past that, how does he even fit in? You know, do, do you then have Ruckert who's been a decent tight end two this year when he's targeted and stuff? Is he now tight end three? You know, so is Brock Bowers more, is he more impactful as tight end two, tight end three as starting tackle would be? I, I don't think so. Now, if he's truly generational, I agree with you. Okay, generational guy is a generational guy, but so was Kyle Pitts. So is Kyle Pitts. Um, Dom C says, uh, 
Joe, is it me or do all Jets fans give ABT a proverbial free pass at all the time? I'm not denying the talent, but the availability or lack thereof is a real problem. Yeah, for sure, dude. Like you have to acknowledge that going into next year that he has been injured. And last year's injury um was obviously was obviously the the, the triceps. So it's a little bit more like passable. Like, okay, how how often are you really gonna tear your triceps? You know, um, it's not a, a very frequent injury in the NFL, even though it while acknowledging it does happen. But you have that stacked on top of the fact that he tore his Achilles this year. Is he going to be the same offensive lineman in a year? You know, you hear that it takes a year for guys to get back. And I would say, obviously, that's more that's more for like explosive positions, defensive end, getting off the line, corner, receiver, all that stuff, tight end, whatever it may be. But it still makes an impact on an offensive lineman. So what is he going to be next year? One. And two, you also acknowledge the fact that he's that he's had some injuries, you know. So is he injury prone? Um, yeah, it's, you don't just rely, like it's, it's hard to just say, I think you kind of have to rely on ABT at this point because you, you have to fix tackle, tackle left guard before you have to rely on, or before you have to be concerned about, you know, ABT's backup at right guard. Um, but I agree with your, like the sentiment and saying that he doesn't just get a free pass. Like he's still a question mark. Tipman overall, we think he's gonna be good. He could, he could take a turn for the worst. He's a question mark overall, what he's going to be. ABT, can he stay healthy? It's a question mark. There's question marks all in, down the offensive line. Literally, all five spots right now. Questions. Uh, Stanley Mann says, uh, the problem with JD is he puts all of his apples in Rodgers' basket. He appeased Rodgers by sounding washed up, Cobb and mediocre Lazard. He let Fant and Moses go without replacing them. Yeah, the, the Fant, I agree with you on Fant and Moses. Moses left because I, I think he was assuming that he was not going to get a starting spot with the Jets and then went to the Ravens for a starting spot. So it is what it is. Cobb, realistically, am I going to kill him for receiver five or what should have been receiver five or six? I can't because that's his boy. Okay. Lazard, a little bit over overpay. I understand still. Um, but once you kind of fly out to Santa Clara or whatever or meet with Rodgers and all this stuff and you sign him to a big contract, be saying, hey, I like this guy. I like this guy. Are you going to say no? You know, it's, 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 it's a little bit harder said than done, in my opinion. I don't know. Uh, Dom C, ABT has talent, but his availability is not. Yeah, no, for sure. And Dom C responds exactly how we should. What, what is good talent if, 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 if it can't stay on the field? Yeah. Uh, Joe, it's draft night. We're on the clock. Who are you selecting? <laughs> uh, Caleb Williams. We got Caleb Williams at four, and somebody just traded us six first-round draft picks to get him. That's what happened. Um, no, realistically, it's it's Alter Fashano, most likely for the for the Jets. Um, Anthony Hopkins, Zach is coming back. He'll get his two. He'll he'll get his two full years of watching Rodgers. Um, probably not one because I think it's just they're 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 probably just going to part ways at this point. And two, he's only under contract for one year, so you're not expecting his fifth year option for sixteen, seventeen, eighteen million dollars. I forget exactly what it is. You're not doing that. Um, yeah, you're not doing that. He's not going to be here for two years. I think he's gone. Um, oh, Rucker was a third round pick. Yeah, okay, later third. Since when is that a, a later round pick? Um, yeah, it's this. You're kind of talking about when I was talking about like when, when did he develop any talent uh, later on offense? I'm sure there there might be a guy. I can't really think of any honestly. Again, Gibson is probably the only thing you could say because he made the rosters at UFA. So we'll we'll praise him for that. But uh, did I say fourth for Rucker before? Um, third round pick is not. It's not. That, that's not late. I would consider, I consider like first and I, well, first is a first, second, seconds is still a really valuable pick. And then third and fourth are like mid rounds. And I would say fifth, sixth, seventh to me is like the later round picks. 
So I can't I can't wait for both the offseason. Man, we've been saying that for years. Before football season's over. Never fails. Um again, the Jets have never stopped sucking. Okay. Is that, if that's coming from a Jets fan, I'm okay with it. If you're not coming from a Jets fan, then then eat it. Because if you're a Dolphins fan, you haven't won shit. If you're a Bills fan, you haven't won shit. If you're a Pats fan, okay. <laughs> it is what it is. So if Rodgers is going to play the next two years, it doesn't make sense for Zach to sit behind him, especially since the Jets will sign a vet QB. Yeah, Stanley, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think I think he most likely leaves because he wants a, a change of scenery or a chance to start somewhere else, eventually. Um, if Saffold was any good, someone would have picked him up before the Jets um, in terms of talking about Saffold before. Yeah, I'm not saying that he's good. I, I would like to see him get an opportunity over Hanson while also acknowledging they see him in practice and he sucks, sucks in practice, then okay, I, I get it. But I'm also... Not I'm not the appeal to authority type saying, oh, well, I trust what they see in practice because I don't think they know what they're talking. Or I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust their eyes on a lot of stuff. So, uh, bro, get a shape up, bro. <laughs> okay. It's a widow's peak. Can't really do much about a widow's peak that grows faster. And two, um, it's a football show. Why do we give a fuck about how the host looks, bro? Get a life. Um, I would have brought my uh, my my iPods. If I remember, you were streaming today. My bad. Yeah, Kev. I'm doing. I think Fridays is is going to be what it is, um, and then next week we'll see. We'll see about the the stream for the uh, the Browns game. I'm I, again. I think I am streaming during the Browns game. NYC taxes and cold weather for Mike Evans not a great trade off. Yeah, like I said, like if you were Mike Evans, would you want to play for the Jets? I don't know. Um, will wide receiver Pittman be a free agency? It would be sweet to finally get Pittman. Mims obviously didn't work. Um, he, as of right now, is going to be a free agent, Kev. But with that being said, do the Colts extend him? Do they do they just let him walk? It's not like the Colts are bursting at the seams with offensive talent or talent in general. Why are they like why are they let Michael Pittman go, who is a lower tier one or a really good two? Like Pittman as your two is I'm I'll sign for that all day. So um also, randomly, 75% of the Jets' home games are rain games. Yeah, I feel that because I've been to pretty much all of them. The only game I didn't go to this year was the Texans game. A um, little bit under the weather, and I feel like they were going to get uh, their asses beat. I just really didn't feel like going. But, uh, yeah, no, it's been a lot of range or a lot of range. Rained. How how Rodgers do next year? How will Rodgers do next year? I'm hoping for a top-10 quarterback. Okay, let's see. Uh, scrolling down in the chat, I'm about seven minutes behind. Um, hey Joe, so Blue It's Blitz is now on Fridays. Haven't seen you in a few weeks. Yeah, um, notifications obviously, but it, with my schedule again, it's a little bit crazy. So I used to do Wednesdays, Thursdays. I think Thursdays always better than Wednesdays because I don't get the film out by by Wednesday or I don't get done watching it. Um, so Thursdays work. It just doesn't work with my schedule, my wife's schedule. So yeah, I, th- I think I think I'm going to do Fridays. I know it's a little bit outside of the range where people still care about the game, but it is what it is. Um, I think Fridays at five or six are going to be the new time. And then, like I said, next week, I think, I think I'm going to do the, the, the game stream. I know other people do it. I usually don't do it. So I'm not expecting really anybody in here, but if you guys want to watch the game uh, while I'm watching the game and get, I don't know, I'm just going to have to drink and just have fun. Do you guys just get fucking hammer or something? RJ says, who is the biggest culprit in the run defense? Is it Quentin Jefferson, Solly linebackers? We know Whitehead is a part of the problem. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's part of the problem is 
the Jets scheme. This Jets scheme is never going to be conducive to to a good run defense. You know, in a three four, we are two gapping. And you're you're pretty much always going to be better. Even if you're if you have bad talent, I think that system in general is more conducive to run stopping. It's just never going to be as good pass rushing. Obviously, dependent on talent. Um, so their scheme is specifically part of the problem. But yeah, you know, there's there's some problems with the interior. You don't really have a guy who's going to be eating up double teams and stuff like that or being able to hold their ground like a Al Woods could. Quentin Jefferson is lighter in the pants, you know, so he's not going to be a great run defender, even though how bad he was in Seattle was a little bit overstated, in my opinion, just based on the fact that they played a system that didn't uh that's not conducive to his skill set. But um yeah, it's 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 a scheme. It's a scheme thing. <clears throat> Honestly, it's a scheme thing. And I, I think adding a, a big boy in the middle and Whitehead and Tony Adams missing some tackles uh, does not help it either. So it's it's a few guys. Uh, Rucker and Cowboys head in Ferguson were in the same draft class. Do you think Rucker's better? It's I haven't watched Ferguson, Kev. Now, I don't know what his stats are. I think his stats are actually decent because I've seen him catch. Uh, he, caught, he caught a touchdown against the Jets, right? So <clears throat> I know he's been one of their, like, I think he's been their starter. So I'm sure he's produced more. Now, put Rucker in his situation. How different are the numbers? Even though, well, acknowledging I don't even know what the numbers are. I'm assuming he's doing fine um, based on the question. But I think Rucker's fine. You know, comparatively to him, I don't know. But uh, Joe, did you not originally like Lake and Tomlinson signing? Most people were on board with the, including myself, un, un, unlike Dalvin Cook signing. Uh, Chrono Kenny, you could uh, find the stream after we signed him. I said I thought he was overpaid. Um, and I did the film review, and I thought he was really overpaid. So, no, I did not like it. Now, do I think he would be this bad? No, I thought he would be like average, but no. So, uh, give Joe the thumbs up, guys, girls. He's doing a great job this holiday Friday. Yes, I appreciate that. Hopefully, everybody travels safe. Says a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, all that stuff. Uh, should be good. Uh, do you think the Jets should try Becton at left guard? Would you resign him on a prove it deal? I would resign him on a prove it deal, but what's that prove it deal? Five, six million dollars max. Okay, sure, I guess maybe four. Just realistically, you know, based on what the market is, you're not going to get some stud. In I don't think there's a lot of studs in free agency, so taking a risk on his talent for four or five million dollars. Now, he's probably played like he deserves a million or two. But is it worth another three, four million dollars for the potential upside and what he showed you, you know, earlier in the year and um, in his rookie year? You know, I, I understand the shot there uh, in conjunction with the fact that the the offensive line free agency class is balls this year. You know, uh, yeah, I, I, worth a shot. One year approval deal, fine. But does he sign that one year approval deal? And on that one year approval deal, am I going to move him to guard? No, unless let's say, hey. I don't know. The Jets draft Joe Walt. They re-sign Becton. And then their uh, their backup plan of Becton again this year is to draft the guy in the third round. That third round guy goes absolutely off. We're still struggling at left guard with Tomlinson. Move him there. Try it. Okay, fine. Fuck it. But realistically, it's 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 unrealistic. <clears throat> um yeah, yeah. I see you're live. God bless you, Joe, for continuing to do these streams, even though the Jets suck again. Yeah. Um, hopefully next year I will be able to use that meme photo of you on the truck smoking. Oh, that was uh that was you on Twitter. Yeah, that was um that was a good game. That was after we beat the Bills. We we're beating the Bills, smoking cigars on the top of the bus and uh doing the Buffalo chant that Buffalo Bills fans who walked by. And then there's like the classic, and it is what it is. Like you're, everybody's boozed up and stuff like that. But there was like the classic guy. He he had to be 75, 120 pounds max, like very frail, like doing the uh, the hold me back bro to his friend. 
like trying to walk over to us, but he couldn't get around his one friend who's barely holding him. It's like, okay, dude. It's like you're 75. What do you what are you what are you gonna do? You know, just take the L. You're gonna get chance at you. You're you're in fucking MetLife Stadium. Do you think you're gonna walk through the Jets game or the Jets parking lot after the Jets win and not get some chance at you and shit? You're you're stupid. You've never been to an away game. You gotta eat it at away games. If you're gonna get personally offended by people talking shit about your team when you're in an away game, don't go. Don't go. Because it's not going to happen. You're going to get shit. You're going to get shit. Um, I thought Alan Lazard was this good blocker. Whatever happened to that? Um, I don't think it's been bad. Uh, now, was it overstated? Yes, it was. Because Corey Davis has always been a better blocker. Okay. Uh, I want to say the 09 Lions went 0-16 too. Did they go 0-16? Or did they? Wasn't it the, aren't the Browns the most recent team to go 0-16? Let's see. Um, winless NFL teams, teams, I guess in history, uh, in history. Let's see. Was it, was it them? You have the 2017. Okay. Who was that in the picture, by the way, for the Browns? I think it's Brandon Whedon. Brandon Whedon. The Cowboys in 1960, 0, 11 and 1. The 76 Bucks, 0-14. 82 Baltimore Colts, 08 and 1. I guess that's a shortened season or something like that. 08 Lions, 0 and 16. So you're right, 08, not 0 and 9. And then 2017, the 0 and 16 Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you're talking about this team or the offense, I should say. Sorry. It's been worse than the tanking Jets of 2020. It's it's like factual statistically they're worse, which I, I did not think could happen, but apparently it can. Not a Jets question, but if you were ever seen the tape, what are your thoughts on Justin Fields? Um, not much tape of him, you know, obviously in the NFL in college. Do I think he was overhyped? I do. I think a lot of Ohio State's concepts are are pretty quarterback friendly. Um, I think his accuracy was largely overrated. I thought he was a little bit overrated as a quarterback. Um, he hasn't been doing great with the Bears now. To speak on what he's on the NFL level, it, it's kind of hard. And even talking about my evaluation of him four years ago, it's kind of hard because there's been so many evaluations since then. It's been it, it gets clouded. But I remember not liking his touch on the ball, um, his simple offense, and I, I thought sometimes he really had to see a guy open instead of throwing him open. So I didn't love him as a prospect. Um, you know, the, quarterbacks is the hardest. It's, it's literally the hardest position to evaluate because I like Zach Olson and look how bad that turned out. I like Sam Darnold. Look how bad that turned out. You know, I, I think I have to be much more on my quarterback evaluations. I think be much more of an asshole. Like I, I really have to nitpick when they do stuff wrong because it's only going to be exemplified in the NFL, you know? <clears throat> um, what does it say about our GM that he had to give this much of his authority to Rogers to save his ass? Might as well make Aaron GM if he has final say in these decisions anyway. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. You know, at this point, Joe, at the point last year where they signed Rodgers, they realized, hey, we're 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 underwhelming right now because we're not winning. We haven't had a, win, a, a winning season since 2015. Um, so they they were desperate last year, and that's why they brought in Rodgers. And now they're even more desperate because this year went piss poor. So he's Rodgers has even more of a firm grasp on their balls than he did, you know, six months ago. Um, I also I know I've been spamming it, but I. Sh- if it weren't obvious, I think Matt Sims. You're talking about like who's the Sims? We it, it that's his brother, right? Was it was it did we have Chris or Matt Sims? And you might be talking about a different guy. There might be a Matt Sims in the draft, something like that. I don't I don't know him. You again, I'm not the biggest uh college football guy, but we had did we have Chris and Matt's the analyst? I don't I don't know. But either one of those guys, no. No. 
then how about signing and trading Huff for wide receiver Pittman in a fifth round pick? Well, then they would have to sign and trade him too, right? Because that would be franchise tag to a franchise tag and a trade for a fifth round pick. You know, how does the money work there and stuff like that? If you're, if you're telling me, if you're telling me right now in a vacuum, Huff or Pittman next year, I'm taking Pittman. I'm sorry. I think they could get by with JFM, with JJ, with Q, with McDonald's leap better than getting by with Alan Lazard as, as receiver too. You see what I'm saying? Like I like the depth of the defensive line more than I like the depth of receiver. So I had to pick one or the other. I'll probably take Pittman and a fifth round pick, I guess uh, that's also the top of my head. So I might think in a 30 minute, like, Oh no, I'm an asshole, but you know, um, Joe, when you mentioned that we need to add a safety, who are we replacing Adams or Whitehead? Uh, Whitehead. Whitehead is not under contract for next year, and he's balls anyway, so he should not be extended an offer. Uh, Salah repeatedly saying the pressure uh, the, at, at the presser that he has to check the tape is exactly what Adam Gates used to say. That's enough to fire Salah. Yeah, you'd like to see a coach who can – and I, I think it's the easy thing to say, hey, I got to check the tapes. So you don't have to necessarily you know, give answers because all the answers are going to be – either right and you're admitting your your flaws or wrong and then you're even heavily criticized or even more heavily criticized so um you know some sometimes with him the media like you coaches being very vague and stuff i'm not going to kill them for it um but there are times where it's like hey you'd like to see a little bit more in game adjustments or some knowledge of what happened i don't know Pete says, uh, Pete Ananelli says, Joe, what's going on, man? Your feelings with the early returns on quarter Warren. Be nice, be nice to find one. Uh, <laughs> not good. I didn't like him in college. And so far, he's been doing the NFL in a limited sample size, has not instilled any type of confidence that he's going to develop into any type of player. Um, I said it from the jump that that was my least favorite pick. So, sorry. Uh, safe to say, it's time to move on from Beckton. Yeah, it's been bad. It's been really, really, really bad. Tag and trade Huff, Brandon Whedon. <laughs> yeah, man. He's like a 26, 27-year-old quarterback, a first-round pick, and he just did not look like a quarterback at all. Like, at all. What's it going to take to change? Uh, to, what's, what's it going to take for change turf the grass? Is it solely his woody decision? Well, it's it, you also have the mayors, right? That's the Giants owners. I'm sure they have to agree to it at some point. Obviously, it's more money for, for upkeep and all that stuff because it's not fake, and you have to actually upkeep it. Um, with that being said, do I also I, I think that the turf versus grass thing is a little bit overstated. You know, I, there was an actual study. I forget where where it was, but the difference is it's it's pretty minuscule. Now there is a difference, but it's not something like hey, turf field's proven eighty percent more chance of 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 injury risk than the than the grass field because everybody would have it. I think it's a preference of players, and it might be very slight difference, but. The Jets straight changed their shitty turf to apparently even shittier turf, but it wasn't getting a lot of criticism in the offseason for the turf they, they they were implementing So, or that they were putting in. They had a criticism for the old turf. So, you know, there's plenty of teams with, you know, the Saints and the Vikings and whoever else. I prefer grass, but is it actually going to change? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. It's kind of hard to, to – it's, but it's not only Woody, right, because it's a Maris. It's a Maris, too. Uh, I'm talking about former Jets legend Matt Sims. Chris is the analyst. Th- thinks it, yeah, it's his brother. Um, well, I, I'm assuming you're not being realistic with Matt Sims being being the Jets backup quarterback. Would you bring Stephen Hill back on a? Yeah, sure. Okay. 
that post was sarcastic. I just remembered when a lot of Jets fans thought Stephen Hill was our next great wide receiver. The the guy couldn't catch with his hands at at, at Georgia Tech. How that was such a bad pick, man. Like watch, watching his even his highlights in college, I was like, oh, like I don't every single ball that guy caught. And this is when I was that was he was drafted in what year was that? 2013, 2012. So I was like 20 and like I wasn't watching film. Like I wasn't legitimately watching film. So I would do the same thing that 90, 95 being generous, other Jets fans do and just go watch the um the highlights. And even the highlights, I was like, hmm. This is, I don't know if this is going to be good. I had a similar feeling with our Darius Stewart. Um, go watch that man's highlights from Alabama and tell me you're impressed. Just watch the highlights. Even the highlights are bad. Like every single catch, every single ball was a wide open yak opportunity. It's just yak, 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 just running into open field, running into open field, running into open field. I'm like, this is, this does not look good. I don't know. So, Okay, uh, talking about Stephen Hill and uh, Breno Jacquemin and all this stuff. Uh, I'll jump off now. Um, the, the upcoming game, who gives a shit? Hopefully they lose at this point. Brain over heart is saying to lose. Even my heart's probably going to say lose in this next game. I think I'll be back next week with um, the stream being on the nights of the Jets-Browns game. And I think I'm going to – the game starts at like 8.15. I might hop on like 7.30 and then just stream the game because I have the TV literally right here. Uh, and I'll talk to you guys. And, and that will be kind of the, the the deal next week because I'm not going to do a film review on Monday. And I'm not going to be able to get the film out Tuesday, Wednesday to get the show out by Wednesday. It just – I don't know. It doesn't make sense. So I will see you guys next week, um, Thursday, for the game most likely. That's I'm 99% sure I'm going to do that. Also, that being said, I recorded a film show earlier in the day. Um, so it's not out yet if it's not out already, go back and watch if you want to, seeing me talk about a lot of the problems with the offensive line and why and whatever else. Um, it was not fun to do, but it, uh, it it shows you truly how fucking bad they were. So if you want to go back and watch that, it should be out. I'll just throw any other comments up real quick. I am thinking about going to the game and just hanging out at the Coaches Club. $81 tickets, Coaches Club on stuff up, cheapest ticket, seven. Dude, dude, yeah. Coaches Club for 81 bucks. If you're going to go and have a good time, like that's 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 worth it, Jordan Victor. I think that's fine. Christmas Eve, Commanders. They should it should be an actually decent game they can watch. So, yeah, in my opinion, we win. We win Commanders and Pats game. Shake my head. Yeah, Kev, I'm with you, man. Uh, the Jets find ways to disappoint, so they're not going to lose now. They'll, they'll win two games and push themselves to the 12th or 13th pick instead of the fifth or sixth or like that. So, uh, okay. How with those last few questions, good choice, Lamo. Yeah, again, talk about Brandon Jockey. You know that shit. I'm not going to just stay on to stay on. I appreciate you guys. I will catch you next time.